0: Welcome to the Scaling Creative Podcast. My name is Michaela, and please welcome my co hosts, (laughs) co workers. Whoa, how about
1: that? (laughs) Co host Scott. We are in a new space, people. We are. Whole new space. This might not be permanently how it looks. If you're watching on YouTube, this might not be permanently how it looks. We're still deciding on what we want to do with with this podcast setup, Mm -hmm. which is why we're like holding microphones, which is a little different, but I'm nice and relaxed here.
0: Yeah, look Just at hanging. you
1: on the couch. Shoot, shoot. I like this it. is
0: way more. This is way more comfortable. Like I, I feel like this is in my me and my element.
1: Yeah. Yes. Sitting
0: down. Calm Legs crossed sure. underneath
1: Legs your cross.
2: underneath your leg there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Super comfortable. Ah, I like it. And maybe we look like we're in heaven a little bit. Here. Yeah. It's very white. It does. It feels very very white, which
1: I love. That's actually why yes. I think nice. we are attracting the studio.
0: Good light. We're excited to be here.
1: Very right. excited.
0: Fresh. New beginnings.
1: Are we're always back. Always yep. Together. Thanks for bearing with us on a couple of week delay. Mm-hmm. As you're moving and as things are happening, it's like, it's a little crazy. So we're back that we're excited. And today is a great one.
0: Yeah. I'm excited about this topic. I mean, so I think so.
1: We're probably biased though, right? Maybe a little bit. I mean, we would have figured like today's episode is going <laughs> to suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, a okay, topic turn, today. Turn it off. <laughs> oh,
3: goodness.
0: <laughs> no, so we're going to talk about when is the right time to transition your side hustle into your full-time gig or maybe when not to. Mm.
1: That's, that's
0: So, cuz I think each one of us have gone through that process.
1: Right? Definitely. I yeah. think everyone has everyone has I think a side hustle.
0: Without even realizing
1: it? Yeah, cuz everyone has a passion mm. that, and most times people aren't actually doing what they love. So true. So, I think everyone has like a dream. They do something whenever they have free time. They do something that's probably actually their passion, Mm -hmm. but turning into a job is a different story. I was going to say, I think everyone actually has one, whether people actually qualify it as like, Oh, I'm trying to build this. Right. Everyone actually has something that if they tomorrow had any choice, they would Mm -hmm. do something. Mm -hmm. That's actually what you're truly passionate about.
2: It's true. I think everybody does have a side hustle passion. It's whether you make money or not with it. That's up to you. Some people, or whether you
1: want to. That's exactly right. That's, what I mean. that's the thing is, and we'll talk time. about that, but yeah. Yeah. Like, like we're already in it, but like that's that's the hard part. Right, Is right. Actually, do you keep the passion if it becomes your job, which mm. we'll talk about a little bit. That's true.
0: Mm-hmm. And I, I know for me personally, like I went to college and my bachelor's degree is in American Sign Language Interpreting, which is a very unique thing. But I actually really wanted to go to beauty school, but I knew – with my dad, he's, he's an educator, and it just wasn't an option for me to not go to college. So I kind of had to pick a major, and that's the one I chose. But it's kind of mm-hmm. funny because I ended up still in the beauty mm-hmm. industry, which I didn't need a degree for. Mm-hmm. Um, but So that was my part-time, like my side yeah. hustle for quite some time until it was Matching. What I was making, working full-time, and that's when I decided to to make it my full-time gig yep. mm. for me. Because it made sense to me in my head that I was only spending like X amount of hours, and I was making almost what I was making yep. full-time, so it made yep. sense to me. But also, I was kind of in a safe environment. And, and one of the things I wanted to mention, too, as like a precursor to this is... Everybody's different, like every journey is different, every story is different. A timeline that worked for me isn't going to work for everyone, so it's not what we all say is not gospel truth, right? right. You know, yeah. it just it was what worked for us. Um, so I kind of wanted to like precursor say, yeah,
1: no, it's important. That. I mean, it's everyone's situation is gonna be different because it's also gonna depend on like, do you have debt or do you not, right? <laughs> do you have a family or do you not, yeah, do you have, like. There's people that could go full-time in their side hustle and make 30 grand a year and be mm-hmm. completely fine. Right. There's other people that need to make 100 grand just to like pay their bills because they've made silly decisions. Like, right, yeah. Right. So that's, yeah, there's not a right or wrong time. Right. I think there's just, here's what we think on the yeah. topic of, I think there are better times than others. Mm-hmm. And I think there are times to be self-aware and not. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah, it's definitely not like this is, if you listen to this and you are exactly what we're saying, I mean, maybe that'll help someone. Maybe. I mean, yeah. I think the most inspirational part of creating, like, YouTube stuff and all the things is hearing people that, like, will message me and be like, been, you know, following the channel for a while or whatever, and, like, I'm finally making the decision to yeah. go full-time into something. That's awesome because I remember yes. what that was like. Like, it's mm-hmm. so exciting. Mm-hmm. But it also entirely changes your mentality. Yeah. And I think that that's what people find hard is your passion becomes your job, and then you have to start making some decisions that... Mm-hmm make you money Mm -hmm. that don't always go hand in hand of like, you may love filmmaking. You may not love to have to do like a certain type of job in that, Mm -hmm. but like you got to make money. Right. So it's, it's
0: (laughs) it's hard. When I went full time, um, in Mary Kay, I was married and my ex-husband was making a lot of money. So it wasn't a scary Right. Thing. I, I I mean it was still scary to me. Um, yeah. but then when I went through my divorce yeah. and then it was there it shifted from something that like I didn't even really have to do mm-hmm. to I had to do it. There right. was a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. And it was a completely different feel yep. to go from that situation to a fully, you know, everything on my shoulders kind of situation. And even now I'm in a different mm-hmm. transition in life. Yep. So um, yeah, I think one of our main goals in this conversation is for people to be inspired mm-hmm. uh, and really to kind of listen to what we have to say and maybe even admire instead of desire. You know, because I think it's hard yeah. with social media. You see one aspect of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. but what you don't see is the grit.
1: Yeah, I, 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 the hope, I hope that everything we share and talk about, whether it's YouTube or podcast, is more of like, it's maybe just thought provoking.
4: Yeah. You don't,
1: we're not right. Mm -hmm. We're not wrong either because we're right for what's been working here. But like, I just hope that it gets people to maybe consider things. Mm -hmm. I think that some things are more in reach than people think. Mm -hmm. I think some people just don't realize that there's temporary sacrifices you make for long term gain. There's so many aspects of that. And I think, I hope that this conversation and all podcasts really are just. You hearing our perspective, but Mm. we want to really hear from people that are listening too. Yeah. Like comment below. Tell us some of the same things we're talking about. Like we want to hear your perspective. Yeah. We're not like geniuses in this. Right. We're just doing our thing and just so happens we're talking about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Some people put people on a pedestal just because they're the ones talking about it. Right. I always want people to know we're not claiming to be the experts. Mm -mm. We just want to actually put out content Mm -hmm. that is valuable to some people and other people not.
0: Okay, so let's get a little deeper into this. One of my first questions is, when did you, uh, like what were some of the factors that helped you shift into, okay, I'm ready to make this more full-time?
1: I think to me the answer was easy, and it should be, I think, similar to yours as well, is if if you're making money <laughs> with your side hustle and you're growing it more and more, and then especially if it equals out to your full-time but you're not even putting in the same amount of work, then usually it's like a good indication, at least a starting point of like, mm-hmm. Hey, to me it was like, Hey, if I could put more time into this, right. I feel like there's so much potential. Cause if I'm making money doing it barely, mm-hmm. cause it's, you know, only a little bit of time I can put into it, then there's great opportunity. I look at it like that. But I think you also need to be smart about like, just because you're passionate and just because you landed your first gig in your side hustle doesn't mean that you should necessarily immediately jump into it. But for me, it was just like, am I making, here's how much money I need to make. Here's, you know, I started in weddings, so that was obviously a little different too. It was helpful to a point because you can look in advance and see how much money, is coming in right. years from now because right. there. So that's why I think a lot of videographers also start in weddings because it's kind of a way to be like, I know exactly how much money I'm making over the next nine to twelve months. Mm-hmm. And once I looked at that and said, if nothing else happens in nine to twelve months, I'm still fine. Then it gives you this great cushion. And so if you're not in, if if video is not your thing, if just your side hustle's making pillows, well then you might be just needing to put money in savings, like to make sure there's a cushion. But I think the best time to do it is when you actually can go into it, making the decisions on like what you're passionate about doing and not going into it. So immediately hungry for money that everything you do is going to end up not actually being what you really want to do because you're having to say yes to so many things to get by. And so when I looked at it and said, okay, money was good and I was making what I needed to make, It's it was natural for me to be like, let's try it. Mm-hmm. Worst case scenario, I can get another job. Yeah. And for so many people listening, like that's the truth too. Yes, You may love your job, and it may be a great job. You can get more jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You can't ever go back to the time that you're 30 and super passionate about your side hustle and doing well mm-hmm. and start your business. Right. And you can go back to the the nine to five job. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of people hiring skilled people.
0: Right. And that's the difference between an abundance mentality and a scarcity mentality, mm-hmm. which I think in order to be an entrepreneur, you can't have a
1: scarcity mentality. Mm-hmm. No, you definitely can't. You, you
0: de- It's not going to work. Yep.
1: For you. And I think you have to also, you have to look at your overall situation more than yeah, anything. Exactly. To determine, like, like you said, if you have a spouse that's making a lot of money, hmm it's probably pretty easy for you to go into your passion Mm -hmm. because realistically you're not relying on your income. Yeah. But if you are the breadwinner already, please just make sure you have a conversation with the people around you (laughs) and not be like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I love it. I'm doing it.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: The Scaling Creative Podcast said just go for it. (laughs) We are not taking responsibility (laughs) for for people making decisions (laughs) that were a little too harsh. Self-awareness, which we'll get into the other side of this, of
2: when not to do it. Yeah. I think that's everything. Yeah. What about you, Pablo? For me... Well, I've I've had f- several passions throughout my 25 years of life, <laughs> um, uh, and so I think lately it's been two big things, which has been video filmmaking, and then the second one has definitely just been music. And I think that I've been able, thankfully, been able to do both of those in a lot of different ways. Um, but when I went from doing filmmaking, at first it was more of just a fun thing that I like did with YouTube. I kind of just was messing around with it. And, and I, then I realized, I said, okay, I started to kind of work with Scott with random jobs and things like that. And I was like, wow, you can actually like make money doing this. And so that's kind of when I started to kind of take it more seriously and not only learned on hands-on on the job, but I also learned in a lot of different ways, just watching YouTube videos and kind of, I went to college online in a way like by myself and I studied and I learned and watched tutorials and reviews of cameras. I just did a lot of research and then I started to phase into actually becoming a professional in filmmaking and that's kind of like I think you become a professional mentally and then I've learned that the more valuable you are as far as skill set and ability you'll get you'll get recognized and you'll be able to be getting paid for your skill set. And that's something that I think, thankfully for me, is a passion, which I love to film. I love to create stories. And so I think that now that I'm able to do that as a full-time thing, I think it's super fun. So that's kind of how it went for me. I went from at first not even realizing that you can, like I knew people made money, but I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be that person. And then all I did was I took it super serious and I really, really honed my skills. And then over time I started to realize like, wow, I can actually do this full time. And so that's what I do now.
1: Yeah. And then this, the self-awareness side from your standpoint, which I guess is more on the other side of the conversation we're going we to have yeah. is, yeah, is, was the important factor of like you're skilled enough to create your own videos and sell your own videos But it's the overall self-awareness of just kind of like, could you do it on your own? Probably, sure. But if there's certain aspects that don't make sense Mm -hmm. for you to actually do it yourself and be the boss, Mm -hmm. that's where I think the self-awareness thing is huge. Because it's like, if you love filmmaking and you want to own your own company being a filmmaker, what if you made just a little less, but you still got to do filmmaking, not being the boss, Mm -hmm. and like, you still can enjoy it. That's one thing I think I always just try to tell people, like if you're doing what you love already, Mm -hmm. don't always think the next phase is I just need to do this myself.
4: Like if you
1: love your job and you're doing what actually is your passion, like Mm -hmm. if outside of work you naturally make films and all that, like Mm -hmm. then you have to appoint the job that you want. That you want. Yeah. And enjoy it. Yeah. Like, cause it's also easy to just look at like the other filmmaker or the boss and be like, yeah, there are certain aspects that the boss has privileges of that they can do or whatever, but there's also a lot of things that mm-hmm. might not be
2: <laughs> what you want to take on. I think on. business ownership is glamorous from the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think people don't realize that like, and I've been a business owner my whole life essentially, except I worked at a supermarket in high school. Other than that, <laughs> I've basically owned my own business from 19 years old all the way until maybe about 20 three four somewhere in there and then I started working for for Scott and so I think what's interesting is that I've learned that business ownership is not as glamorous as people think it is mm-hmm. um, it is obviously because there's so much freedom in the sense of it there's 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 you know you can do so much and that's what I think this country is amazing for is it's set up for business owners mm-hmm. to to win as long as you work obviously and and you do things well but other than that I mean it's there's a lot that people don't realize there's so much pressure because mm-hmm. if the employee doesn't show up guess who does the business mm-hmm. owner if, if mm-hmm. you know there's so much more that goes into owning a business and i think people are just addicted to the, they want the um the, 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 well, the and title well the
0: instagram version of
2: oh well that yeah, yeah. they want Being their linkedin owner. title to be like business owner entrepreneur, yeah. yeah yeah business owner like right. great you're mm-hmm. an entrepreneur that like barely is paying bills <laughs> Yeah, not very, that doesn't sound very fun. No, yeah. I think like, it's I think it's more fun to to. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying to not own a business. If you right. want to own a business, by all means, I think it's amazing to do that. But I think if you like you're saying, if you can find something that you're passionate about and a group of people that are a, a company that like really can get behind you and support you in that position, why wouldn't you work that job? You know what I mean? If it's yeah. your passion.
0: So I'm kind of hearing two things. You can take your passion, something that you really enjoy doing, and you can take it into full time working for someone else. Mm-hmm. You can. Or you can also be the owner yep. and the entrepreneur and, and start your own thing. So it really depends on who you are, what your needs are, and also what your strengths are. And I know you had mentioned before like having self-awareness mm-hmm. because I think uh, being an entrepreneur, being an owner or CEO of something, there's a level of emotional intelligence that you have to have, and it's a shift from a nine to five mentality mm-hmm. to an entrepreneurial mentality. It's very different. Twenty four hour day. Mentality. Very, very yeah. different. Yeah. And a lot of people, that's where they struggle going from nine to five to doing something they're passionate about, being an entrepreneur. But they struggle the space in between your your ears. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't, don't the get hardest.
1: like I don't get vacations. Like I I can take a vacation whenever I want. Mm-hmm. I don't have to clock in. Lots of great things about that. But if something happens on my vacation Mm. that needs my attention, Mm -hmm. my vacation's done. Yeah. And my vacation never started if my brain's always thinking about it. Like Mm -hmm. there's a whole different mentality that is thought about that's, like you said, the glamorous side of do I love, do I could, can I thrive not being the the owner? I don't think so. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't think that I, my self-awareness has taught me that like I need to make the ultimate decision. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'd thrive at all. Mm -hmm. And i done it a little bit. I think I can manage that way, but I don't think I can thrive in that environment. But it's it doesn't ever stop. Like, Mm -hmm. ask my wife. It like when something when an email comes in that needs to be responded to and I know that like even if it's not necessarily my job, but the person that might need to respond to that might not do it till Monday, but it came Mm -hmm. in on a Sunday afternoon, I can not do it, but there's, my brain doesn't really work that way. Mm -hmm. And there's just this nonstop mentality, but I think people always like practical. So let's give a couple of practicals of here's what I would say to do. If you want to see if you are actually ready to do it yourself, take a look at what your, your expenses are Mm -hmm. in life. So if you're married, you have to include every aspect, take a look at how much it costs you to live. And I don't mean paycheck to paycheck live because that's a terrible way to live. How much does it cost you to actually enjoy eating out a couple of times, mm-hmm. to go to movies if you do it, to, if you can, like yeah. going vacations all the time, if you want to drive the car you drive, like I think don't look at it and be like, okay, well, I can sell this, sell this, sell this, sell this, because you won't. Mm-hmm. Like, look at what you actually, how you live right now, because that's how much money you actually need to survive. Mm-hmm. And you should realistically try to save a minimum of six times your salary, that or your requirements to live. Six months. I think minimum Expenses. it should be six months. Mm-hmm. Of if tomorrow you went full time and you didn't get one job for six months, mm-hmm. you're still okay. Because I think it does two things. A, if you can't get a job within six months, mm-hmm. you shouldn't do it.
0: I was just gonna say probably
1: you're yeah, you're yeah. not cut out for it you or whatsoever. Ready. Exactly. But you also give yourself some wiggle room to Mm -hmm. then find another job. Like Mm -hmm. if three to four months in like no tractions happening, first of all, you you've made the wrong decision Mm. because you're probably either a not very good at selling, which is part of it.
0: Or you made the decision too quickly. Yeah,
1: maybe exactly. And that's, yeah, there's so many factors. Like you have to think about, am I not getting work because I wasn't good enough or maybe I'm just terrible at actually owning the business. Mm. But I think six months, and, and realistically, like if you can do twelve, great. But the the reality is most people can't, you know, put sixty, seventy thousand dollars in a bank. Mm-hmm. Like that takes some time to do. Yeah. But give yourself a cushion, mm-hmm. and when you if you have a solid six months, like that's a great, like that's a good enough spot that you can at least go into it and not feel like you're going to be just in big trouble for you, for your family, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a great, just first practical step. And then take a look at, like, is what you're passionate about actually something you can make a business? Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Because, yeah, you can essentially make money with anything, but Mm -hmm. maybe not necessarily in your area. Like, do you have to factor in? if I do this full time, is there enough opportunity for this? Or like maybe it's an online business, so it doesn't matter, but mm-hmm. there's other factors that have to go into it. You also have to get factor in things like if I lose my current job that had health insurance, now I need to make that money. There's right. an additional cost that didn't count. Right, right. And there's additional money for this and additional money for that. And mm-hmm. I had a company card and you realized that, okay, well not like if, if you're, I'm not saying I had a yeah. company card, but meaning like that was, <laughs> y- you have to realize like what it looks like when you actually lose your job. Mm-hmm. All the perks that you have, what are those? Mm-hmm. you have a free gym membership, whatever. Like yeah. there's all these expenses. Look at everything and actually look at it like realistically mm-hmm. and think about what it's going to look like if those are all gone Yeah. and put yourself in a situation where when you go into it, you can actually be excited about it mm-hmm. and not be like, oh, crap. Because if you go in scared, you're done. Mm. Like you're done.
0: Yeah, and I think there will always be a level of fear because it's a scary decision. To take something so that was part-time and bring it full-time. I think there's always a little bit of that, but you can feel the fear and do it anyway. You know
1: what? I'm convinced that if you feel fear, you're not a true entrepreneur. That's what I think. I oh, think, I think that I think is that, so not correct. And and that and we can definitely agree to disagree because I feel like I have never been scared of the situation I'm in. I look at it like unbelievably excited about like mm. potentials unlimited. Mm-hmm. I think that. Being being fearful of certain aspects might come naturally to somebody. But I feel like if you work out of fear or mm-hmm. operate out of fear, you're mm-hmm. in big trouble.
2: Mm-hmm. I think there's a difference, and I mean this respectfully too. I think there's a difference. I th- I'm not sure if fear is maybe the right word. I think mm. f- there's a difference between fear and nerves. And I think when nerves in a good way, like, <clears throat> excuse me, I think nerves in a good way, like mm-hmm. nerves of like excitement, nerves of like, are we going to make this work? But like knowing, I think it's like some, because some people are not as confident,
3: mm-hmm. you know, as, you are, yeah.
2: as maybe as, as some of us are, but, but I think that having some sort of excitement that maybe more feel like, maybe feels like nerves mm-hmm. is it's okay to have that. I think, but I agree with you. I think that there's like an excitement that comes with it. And I think if you are fearful, I think that the only reason you may be fearful is just because you have to maybe reevaluate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just your, wondering your too, like how many times, if you're really fearful,
1: then you're kind of not really confident. And if you're not really confident, mm-hmm. that can hurt you big time as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Like it can, because every sales meeting you go into, there's that fear lying inside of like, I need to land this job. Mm. You're going to operate differently when well, you're yeah, scared. When you're
0: desperate, you can't yeah. you know, work from a place of desperation because people can feel that. Mm-hmm.
2: I think they can also feel not being confident. Yeah. Yeah, because if you don't believe in you, who's going to? Yeah. Nobody. And I think that you have to come from that posture. I think it's about posture. When you come Mm. from a posture and a a space, a mental space of, like, of belief in you Mm -hmm. and not the fact that I don't need this client, but obviously you always need clients. Everyone needs them. But You always want clients. You want clients. Mm. Yes, that's true. There's a big difference. Yeah. And that's, that's what I
1: think that, I think that's actually, like, why I've been able to, like, grow to different clients and different people is because I've never went in, like, I want to land every client Mm -hmm. that we go into. Mm -hmm. But I know that, A, that's not realistic. And B, like, I shouldn't ever have to land a certain client mm-hmm. to continue operating mm-hmm. because that means like there's other things that need to be worked on. But I, I'm not, and I'm not saying either there's a problem with like being fearful. Cause I do also think that that's a personality thing. Mm-hmm. There's some people that are fearful, even if they're, they are doing well. Yeah. So it's not, yeah. there's anything wrong with it. I just think yeah. that I see a, a a common thread between seeing people that are fearful, make, wrong decisions Mm -hmm. because that's what's actually driving the decision Yeah, more than the excitement of like I'm not scared like I'm I'm pumped because that puts fire underneath me that says there's no option for failure Mm -hmm. so like the fear is not there it's
2: more of the there's unlimited potential yeah, But if you go back to what you originally had said, if you really over like look at everything and make sure everything, all your numbers are correct yeah. and everything's dialed in and you know that you can step with confidence, there really technically shouldn't be right. fear right. because you're sure. Right. You know I think and I think that's what people jump the gun. it's like yeah. they, they're, they're, that the moment from when you when you have a job, let's say, and you want to become a business owner, from the moment that you decide, okay, I'm going to become a business owner, but that 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 little grind area where mm-hmm. you're working mm-hmm. both jobs quote unquote yeah, yeah. your passion and your thing and you're working that during the day and working your thing at night mm-hmm. and like you're doing that grind time, that's the deciding factor because if you can get through that, then I think once you're on the opposite side yeah, and you, you great that's great you boy. can make it if if you
1: loved that aspect of it, Mm -hmm. you'll continue to love being an entrepreneur. Oh yeah. If you think that because you were working two jobs at 60 hours that you're then going to become a full-time owner and then work 40 again, you're out of your mind. Oh my God. Out of your mind. Yeah. So that's the big thing is like, if you, if you loved that, that's a great way for you to be like, I don't mind doing what it takes to make this happen. Mm-hmm. That's a really good indication if you that you probably you have the are okay doing that. You can make it through. Because yeah. there are going to be a lot of times like that. Mm-hmm. My wife knows that there are certain weeks or certain months or whatever, maybe stretches of right now. It's like years of we know. I've said this on, I think, my podcast. or vlog, I don't know. I can't keep track of anything. Dave Ramsey changed our whole mentality of not just money, but his quote of live like no one now so you can live like no one later. Yep that idea of we know I work a lot right now. I think I actually have a good balance overall in life, but the whole point is we know that this is not forever, Mm -hmm. but I have to build a solid foundation so I can actually enjoy vacations. And that means take less money out of my pocket. Mm -hmm. Could I make more money if I tried to have the littlest amount of employees possible to do it? Sure. Mm -hmm. But I'd also enjoy life even less. And so we're all like, Work as much as possible right now. The kids are super young, Mm -hmm. and they're going to, when they start playing t-ball and doing dance recitals, I'm going to want to be around more and more and more. That's not even possible if I don't do extra stuff now Mm -hmm. to make sure that that eventually happens. And so the more that we live like that, the more that we don't feel like, oh, yeah, you know, would it be easy sometimes to just walk in and out of a job, nine to five, and check out? Sure. Mm -hmm. I just think I'd be miserable. (laughs) Like. It doesn't seem fun to me. Right. But it's Mm self-awareness. Some people love that. Some people much prefer to actually leave their work there and be like, see you Monday.
0: I feel like a lot of people (laughs) listening, though, probably have more of an entrepreneurial spirit if you're listening to podcasts and, you know, because I I think part of it is um, knowledge and, and really taking time and investing investing time into building that solid foundation mm-hmm. for yourself, taking an inventory, like Scott had said, of, you know, what are your expenses? What needs to happen? And so that way you can go into it when you do transition to full-time, if that's the right choice for you. Yeah, you're going to be able to have a little bit more, a little bit more confidence. But you are going to always have skills. Whenever you get to the next level in something, you're at the bottom of the ladder of mm-hmm. the next level. Mm-hmm. so for me I think I've always been scared of certain things like public speaking mm-hmm. wasn't always something that was natural to me mm-hmm. but I knew I was willing to work on it
1: because it was important to it was important success, yeah. yeah
0: for sure and that is now something that I really love doing yep which is great but you just have to be willing at the next level to be at that first little notch yep. and work your way.
2: That's kind of like, I have a friend of mine that's a bodybuilder and yeah. I used to lift with him and he's obviously huge right? and <laughs> strong. And so I'd like, you know, I'd put my weights on and I'd do my thing and then he'd we'd switch because we're lifting together and then he'd start his thing and he'd put all his weight on and lift and take it all off so I could do mine. And I'm like, dude, you are so strong. And he's like, yeah, but I don't feel that way. And I was mm. like, what do you mean by that? And he's just like, I'm just like you. He's like, I just, I'm getting to the next. His bar is higher. My Currently. bar is a little higher right now. Yeah. He's like, but I'm, I'm working to get to the next yeah. step just like you are. Mm-hmm. He's like, I just happen to have a little more weight because I've been doing it for longer and, and mm-hmm. more consistently, whatever it may be. But the point is, is like, you're right. It's always the next step, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the, everybody's working for that next step, even though mm-hmm. for you, it may feel like you're just trying to
4: mm-hmm.
2: like, maybe it's, it feels insignificant to you, but it's not, it's actually, everybody's on that as well, no matter what level you're at. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So do you feel like, is there anything else you want to add that, add to the when to take it?
1: No, I think okay. it just, just evaluate. Yeah. Just look at life, like look at the actual reality of your whole life and figure
2: mm-hmm. out if you like can do it safely to yeah. start. And I think, yeah. I, I don't know if maybe this makes sense too, but like, I feel like there's a lot of people that sometimes that are, are entrepreneurs, they instantly think like they know everything. And so just to be careful, like mm-hmm. I would get some eyes and ears on it that you trust and also someone that actually is doing what you want or is ahead of you in life yes. or whatever it may be. But like, and, and not in like, you have to get people's opinions, not like that, but just like eyes and ears on people that you trust and someone that's, that's at where you want to be just mm-hmm. to look at it yes. and see like, yeah, yeah, see if, if, if you're looking at things correctly. Right. Yes. And,
1: you can yeah, And you know asking everything. the person that like you said, that knows that it's, that's doing it. Like mm-hmm. if is you're another, another entrepreneur, yeah. talk to them. Yeah. Even be careful because like that, don't listen, don't right listen to your parents. No. No. Don't listen like as bad as it sounds. Don't listen to anyone around you. You should talk with your spouse and different people like that. Yeah. But like don't – now if you, you know, talk to 10 entrepreneurs and they're all like I'm telling you right now you're just not cut out for this. I know you. Like maybe you should listen to that. But the hardest part is there's a lot of people that I see that – are really close to taking that step Mm -hmm. of like making their side hustle their passion. And so they start to change like their personal brand, their image of like business owner, business owner, but they don't like, they're so worried about pleasing people Mm. that they almost don't do the correct things that an entrepreneur should do Mm -hmm. because they're so concerned about like what people are thinking. And then they start to listen to their people that are like, "Oh yeah, it's dumb. You don't take that chance. And like, yeah, Yeah. you know, you're probably right. It's like, why? That person's a loser. Like seriously, (laughs) like they're, they're, they're probably a failed entrepreneur five times because they mm -hmm. weren't smart about something. And then you're going to let them discourage you and then have resentment. But your own parents could do that. Your own friends can do that. The people that are closest to you can discourage you and tell you not to do something when like, maybe you have the potential to do it.
0: And I think you should never take advice from somebody you wouldn't trade places with. Yep. And I think I've said this yep. maybe in a podcast yep. before, but it is so true because mm-hmm. even for me, um, I, I remember I had this one woman that I really, I admired her. I mean, she wasn't an entrepreneur and I admired her and she, when I told her that I was going full time, um, she was like, that is such a shame that you're not using your degree And she said a few other things that it crushed me, Mm -hmm. but I also knew, well, she's not an entrepreneur and so she doesn't like understand. I think it's so important to protect Mm -hmm. your dream and just bring the right people in. Like you said, like someone who is where you want to be and maybe your spouse, but just try not to have too many people in. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think yeah. yeah. The right people well, the I think right people. I think yeah, exactly. I think but the problem is you're not gonna be able to stop people because people are always gonna talk. Correct. And so the one thing that I like to do, the way I look at it, is I listen, I, I hear everybody. So I take it in like a big old funnel because they're they're naturally gonna talk and people just wanna feel validated. They just want to feel like their opinion matters. And mm. so what I do in response to that, I say, you know what? That is a great point that you made. I really appreciate you saying that. I totally will take that into consideration. Mm. But I know internally if what they're saying is yeah. BS, I'm not going to listen to yeah. it. Right. And, but yeah. I, I don't say that to them. Yeah. They just want to be right. Let them be right Yeah, mm-hmm. for them. That's and fine. But but li- so hear everything, but assess what's right for you. Yeah, that and See, that's where we differ a little because- <laughs> the, the, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, the 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 point is like, spot on. Right, I have a very hard time when I know somebody is has no clue what they're talking about. Right, it's very hard for me because everybody mm-hmm. tells them what they want to hear, mm. and I feel that's also why we have so many people fail in life mm-hmm. because their parents have always told them they can do anything their parents have always told them you're right you're right you're right, right. everyone if they surround themselves with people that always say yes 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 mm-hmm. that nobody's ever been honest with them mm-hmm. and i think there's doesn't mean that that's right and some people definitely don't love that feedback i think
2: it, I think it is right. is i'm honest with people that i care about i think actually is what it is mm-hmm. some people they, they're from the outside they don't even know me they have no idea what the situation is but they have an opinion on it and i'm like right okay you know what that's a yeah. great point you just made. Yeah. I totally would take know, like, that's hard for me to fine. do. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. But if yeah. I care about the person, yeah. then I'll be yeah. like, you know what? I don't know if you're hearing what you're saying right now, but this is actually what mm. – it's it's the, it doesn't line up or whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. Then I'll talk. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. but it depends on who it is. But, but if- no, it is,
1: it is important, <laughs> no doubt, to surround yourself yes. with right. people that are actually admiring you. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, mm-hmm. if you – not that like we're admirable people, but like if you are looking to do what we do, I think we are. then we're good people to follow. <laughs> I just mean like it, it's yeah. you should like yeah. If you are an entrepreneur or video person that is just starting out, mm-hmm. I should be a person you want to follow if yes. I'm doing what you currently want to do, like because yes. yeah. I can show you a practical level of how I've kind of done things, mm-hmm. and like it's it's awesome. And that's why I'm so passionate about documenting my journey, and why I so yeah. many people should. Mm-hmm. Is there are amazing people that you'd love to follow at all different levels that just don't show it. So my channel has always been about that. It's just like showing you that it's possible, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: but also not like BSing the fact that there's hard parts about it too. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: And Mm -hmm. that it's all just the reality of what it's actually like owning a business. And that's that's why I'm passionate about doing it.
0: The last thing I just wanted to say when when you know is when you have the right mindset of a willingness to fail forward, uh-huh. like your journey is never going to be perfect. You're going to make a lot of mistakes when you transition into full time. You're going to make mistakes. Uh-huh. And so I think you have to have... Um, enough self-awareness and enough willingness to be able to embrace the full journey.
2: Because
0: yep. if you are not willing to do that, it's not going to happen yeah. for you. It's not going to go well.
2: I think no. failure is not a bad thing. I think people like, and it's I'm not. talking like, astro, like people maybe like astronomical failure. I think just failure in general, like being able to fall is okay. I think, I forget if it's Henry Ford or someone said something where it's like all failure is, is being able to inte- more intelligently begin again. Because mm. you're just being able to start over, knowing that right. oh, that I burned myself yep. doing that before. This is just now me understanding that that I didn't know before, mm-hmm. and now I can restart knowing because I failed. So yeah, it shows failure your is a mindset on what you do with yeah. the failure.
1: That's like it. it. Everyone fails. Yes.
2: It so what depends you what you, you do. Or yeah, bounce what or it, or it,
1: yeah, yeah. It's yeah. good learning curves. So let's change topics and talk about the opposite. not topics. So let's change <laughs> the, <laughs> the direction topic. now. Yes, direction and come to the reality that...
0: The other side.
1: There are definite things I could say, and we probably all could say of, when it's probably not the right time.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When it's not the right time. First one I want to say, because I know that this to be true, if you don't like working, <laughs> that's a that's a pretty good indication. Yeah. Like, I mean, and, and I don't mean like, no, I like my job. No, no like, if you're not willing to do whatever it takes Grind. for whatever amount of hours yeah. it takes to put a lot of things aside like hanging out with friends all the time, watching 37 seasons of Netflix, yeah. Game of Thrones. Like I don't know. I don't watch any of the shows. I don't know. Were there 37 seasons? Who knows? Maybe eight. I don't Who cares? 37 it, takes, seasons is a it would of, be impressive.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it takes a lot of work.
0: Yes, it does. To, a lot of hours. A
1: lot of work to start it, even mm-hmm. more to maintain it, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't stop so like if you're not ready to think that you actually are going to have to work that much Mm
4: -hmm.
1: don't even start it because it's not going to be fun to you like it's not going to be fun whatsoever if you actually think that it's eventually going to be a easy breezy Mm -hmm. 40 hour week you're going to look back at like a 40 hour work week and be like i cannot imagine (laughs) how like how much free time you have working nine to five yeah like, that seems, un- like, you get, like, from, like, five to midnight every day We'll <laughs> do anything you want. Like, it, this, it takes work. Mm-hmm. It takes work to be a good employee, too. Mm-hmm. But it takes a ton of work to operate and actually grow a business. So, number one, if you're not willing to actually truly grind mm-hmm. and hustle, I know people overuse that word, but I think it's a great word because that's what it takes. Mm-hmm. It takes time. I think that's a great starting point. What else? What would you say? Is a, what would you tell someone? Well, mm.
0: I think it kind of goes back to what I had just said as far as the mind. Like, if you're not in the right frame of mind to be to be a beginner, to be a learner, like, mm. I think in order to, I, I just think you have to embrace the learning yeah. of it. Mm.
1: A true entrepreneur is, doesn't matter how content they are, it's that there's just bigger goal. Like, yeah. there's zero there's zero benchmarks that I say when I get here,
0: mm-hmm. we're done. Right. It's like, no. It's always the next thing. And it
1: doesn't the matter. Next. It's not about money. It's it's about that you love, and Gary talks about this all the time, Gary V, and, just, and I believe it from him more than anybody about like that he's just not driven by money at all.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And he just loves like doing it so much that it doesn't matter. Like the money doesn't really matter because he'd yeah. still be doing it if he. Yeah. And I think that. A lot of people would say that. I don't think a lot of people actually operate that way mm-hmm. of like they truly love doing it so much mm. that even if they reach a billion-dollar company, right? they're still just like, we've mm-hmm. just begun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We've just begun. We've just begun.
0: What do you think about the saying of um, – oh, gosh, it just left my head –
1: um, I was all excited for it too. I'm still excited about it a little bit. Should we just make one up? <laughs> what do you think of the saying? Uh,
0: <laughs> no, the saying what where if you love what you do, you'll never work another day in your life, which I just think is so not correct. But what do you guys
1: think?
2: I get it. I get what they're saying. I get what they're saying. But I know.
1: I also know what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I think the yeah, the but, whole point but, is people in, just enjoy the work. Yeah. Like so, they're saying yeah, I work every day in my life. Right. But it doesn't mean – I I understand both sides. I understand exactly what the quote means. Yeah. And I understand the annoyance of like, oh, no, if you
2: <laughs> – you'll have to work a lot.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: What do
2: you think? Though? What are you well, no, I just think – I think people are addicted to two things. I think people are addicted to what people think of them. Mm-hmm. And I think they're addicted to this idea of arriving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Stupid, I think, personally. Mm-hmm. I think you need to love – the process mm-hmm. the there's there's no arriving and you right. shouldn't be in your mind you know what i mean there's there's milestones of course but the, and you should celebrate them but i think there's never this arriving mentality i think that's when you get into trouble is when yeah. you think like i need to get here and then i'll be happy yeah you should love you should be happy oh, yeah. arriving yeah. Yeah. quote quote to wherever it is you know wherever yeah. you're at you should love the whole thing and then you shouldn't care what people think yeah because if you care about what people think then that's what's going to drive you and i think that the definition of commitment when you say you're gonna do something is doing the thing long after the mood you set mm. it in has mm-hmm. yeah. left you. Yep, yeah. yep, yeah. 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 You can't go back. You have to commit to doing it yeah. and doing it well. And I think those are the probably the most important things when it comes to being a business owner, probably. And the yeah. problem too with like that arrival mentality
1: is like your bar nonstop changed. Yes. Like when you first started uploading videos on YouTube. And you got a hundred view a video. You were like, Oh my gosh, that's unbelievable. (laughs) And your bar changes. And then you're like, that's terrible. And then you're like 10,000 a video is Mm -hmm. that's like, I cannot imagine Mm -hmm. getting a million views a channel. Yeah. Until like their bar is now that they want 7 million. Mm -hmm. The bar never stops. And you have to, you have to actually realize that like that it's not going to stop. So if you Mm -hmm. constantly are in this arrival mentality, you're Mm -hmm. always going to feel disappointed Mm-hmm. because you're never going to reach it. Because yeah. as soon as it reaches that, that now becomes your norm. Right. And the norm
4: mm-hmm.
1: doesn't get, like, the norm is not exciting anymore to you. Yeah.
2: It's funny because the bar technically doesn't exist.
1: It's yeah. only in here. Exactly. It's in your head. And the bar is who you, who you look up to. Mm-hmm. They're setting the bar, but mm-hmm. you don't realize, like you said, your bodybuilder friend. Yep. You think he's unbelievably strong because he's lifting three times what you're lifting. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's weak because he's looking at someone that's lifting 10 times what he's lifting. <laughs> right. right yeah. The bar just changes who you're looking at, who yep. you're looking up to, right. what you did last year, what you did. Mm-hmm. And I just love the fact that – and I think that what helps you kind of see if you are cut out for it is like are you okay that there, that it never – that you don't get – like that you're never going to get yeah. there?
0: Yeah, are you okay like, Are you with okay,
1: okay with that? Because believe me, it'll change. You can look right now and be like, if business got to $200,000 a year, like this would all go away and be so much mm-hmm. easier. It doesn't. Mm-mm.
2: It doesn't. Yeah, because if there's something mm-hmm. about that you don't love, you will burn out. Yep. There will come a day. Yeah. It's just the way it and is.
1: And if there's something about it you don't love, it it is even more escalated
4: mm-hmm.
1: as things scale. New if level. you don't like dealing with people, well, yeah. when you deal with 20 you're even <laughs> you're in more trouble, yeah. right? It's like, yeah. sure. if you don't like managing people, the more you manage, the more you grow, the more you have to manage. It just becomes mm-hmm. really tough, and that's not going to change. I was going
3: to say,
0: new level, new devil. Yep. Wow. Yep. There's always yeah. something yep. that is going to try to trip you up. Yep. So, uh, Brene Brown says, embrace the suck. <laughs> yeah. Because it's so true. Like, there are things, there's growth sucks sometimes. hmm Starting a business, there are things that suck. Growing mm-hmm. a business, there you know there's struggle in that. So embrace the struggle.
2: I think if everything's always going good, you're not doing anything.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: I think mm-hmm. that's like you have to be doing stuff. You, there has to be losses. There has yeah. to be failures. There has to be stuff you're learning from. Mm-hmm. You have to grow somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, know, you can't yeah. always be going. Everything's perfect. You can have yeah. good times and good moments and good seasons, all that stuff. But I think you need some stuff to go wrong for something to be learned.
0: Yeah. And you're think. not willing to embrace that
2: right yeah. but enjoy it though probably not key.
0: gonna mm-hmm. might not be the best sure. idea for you to be an entrepreneur
1: <laughs> i think another big sign practical sign is like and this sounds obvious but i think people don't look into it enough like are you actually making any money
3: mm. with
1: what you're doing like actually like it sound like it sounds like well duh like no when you get that first sale ever mm-hmm. in your side hustle these dreams open up. You're like, wait, I can make money doing this? Like, I'm doing it. Like, mm-hmm. let's go for it. Like, are you actually making consistent money with it? Mm. Are you making, or more importantly, not consistent money? Are, are you, if you look at what you're doing, mm-hmm. is it constantly getting higher and higher and higher? There are ups and downs in any business, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. But if you don't look, if you, you know, build a side hustle for a couple of years before you go into it, you should be seeing progress made.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And if you're not, it either mean, it doesn't mean that you're a failure. It might mean that like you're just not really good at one aspect of it. Mm. So maybe it doesn't make sense to own the thing. Maybe if you're very, very good at creating something, mm-hmm. but you're not great with getting the work or not great with managing how to actually keep up with the work,
3: mm-hmm.
1: you maybe need to partner with someone. And then you kind of are... Somewhat of an, like you're, you're still an entrepreneur, but maybe it's a different level, but it's all about that self-awareness of, do I want to do all the things? Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of really good filmmakers that will never own their own business, Mm -hmm. but can they put their ego aside to say, I don't need to, Mm -hmm. like, I don't need to own the business. Mm -hmm. I just love making films. Mm -hmm. And that's a big piece though. Like there are people that I know personally, they're very good at what they do. Mm
4: -hmm. If you
1: take away what they actually do to run their business. And that's where I feel like it's you being able to put your ego aside.
0: Yeah.
1: Or, or in my case, it's actually going the opposite of like, I'm realizing more and more that I don't even necessarily like actually executing as much of the work Mm. of the actual filming and the editing as I thought I did. But I love the going out, the getting it, the managing things happening and like Mm -hmm. the building, you know, brand and personal that's now it's possible for me to shift and to say, okay, I can afford to hire people. I want to hire people that do what I don't do well or don't want to do because now it makes sense to do that. But in the beginning, there's so many people that could tomorrow do exactly what they want to do with a good salary at a good company. And love life, mm-hmm. but they're waiting until they can do it themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, like, you might be two years away from owning your own business, but you may be two weeks away from actually getting the job doing it and making a little bit less, just getting a job. Right. Still doing what you love. You don't have to work an office
2: job if you're a filmmaker. Just be a filmmaker for a company that needs filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's true. I think, I don't know how many of the listeners know this, but that's like the story of me. Cause mm-hmm. like, I, before I even worked with Scott, I owned my own company that did the same thing, same mm-hmm. services, essentially all the same stuff. And I found that I have a very intre- entrepreneurial like mindset and, mm-hmm. and drive and all those things. Mm-hmm. And, and I love people. And it, there's a lot of things about being a business owner that actually resonate with me well, but there's a few things that I don't like about mm-hmm. being a business owner that I would rather not have to deal with.
3: Mm-hmm. At least at yeah. this point
2: in my life, I have no interest <laughs> at all in, be, in in handling certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think rather than live with that thorn constantly mm-hmm. in the back, mm-hmm. you know, like, like yeah. I love being a business owner for all these other reasons, but there's these couple things that I don't like. And I think I didn't need the boss hat mm. to be happy. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people want to have the title or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. Ego. It's ego. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot of it is. And I think, but I get to now do what I love mm-hmm. every single day. Yes. And I, and it's a job, but I still love, you know, who I work with, what I get to do. Mm-hmm. And it's, 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 I can almost still feel like the position that I hold is a small business within a business. That's mm-hmm. kind of how I kind of yeah. operate. That's a lot of how franchises, you know, do. And I kind of think of my little position inside of a business like a business, yeah. and I run it like mm-hmm. if I don't show up, this isn't going to happen or whatever mm-hmm. it may be. So I kind of run it that way mentally. But it's it's okay to have a job if that's what works for you. You just have to be understand who you are and what works best for you in yeah, your situation.
0: There are seasons.
2: Mm-hmm. There's lots of seasons, and you can in life. many things. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So. And I think having, the, like, he has self-awareness mm-hmm. in that, which, again, I think is so incredibly important.
1: Mm, sure.
0: But, yeah. We all and have it's
1: sometimes seasons. good, yeah, and and it's also good, like, let's just say you're working, in, let's just say you want to be a filmmaker, we'll just use that because that's what we do, and you're currently working a desk job at, like, a bank. Yeah. A good in the middle step mm-hmm. is to first get a job as a filmmaker. And then watch what your management and owners do. Mm. And see if you actually want to do that mm-hmm. because you may just not realize that the in the middle is like I should probably do filmmaking first, like make some money with it. Yeah. And then see maybe if that would be good and then, okay, because maybe, maybe you go into it and you're like I can so do what these guys are doing and I would love it. Well, then great. Now, but you've also built a foundation. You've seen how companies run. You've seen how operations run. People, whether it's small business or big business, mm-hmm. if a business is growing, you're seeing the inner works of how it is. Yeah. Small business even more because you're really hands-on with the owner more than anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it it will right away tell you, like, I want that position, not from ego, but that is me.
4: Mm-hmm. Or
1: you may be like, no thanks. Yeah. But it's true. if you don't do that in the middle, you don't really – you're never really going to even know – if that's for you, because you're just instantly putting its desk job to owner.
0: Yeah. I think I have this theory (laughs) that, because when you look at people who go uh, into college and get their degree, like I look at even just my small group of high school friends, so many of us are not doing what we went to college for because it wasn't what we were passionate about. Mm -hmm. It was what we thought we we were supposed to do. And, But I have this theory that I wish there was a year in between high school and college where you picked four things you were interested in and then did like a three-month internship in each one of those or like observation or whatever it is. Because I know for me, I chose sign language interpreting without really a knowledge of exactly what that was and what it looks like day to day. If I would have shadowed somebody, Uh I think I would have known this is probably not necessarily what I want to do every single day. So maybe before you go full-time into something, you should ask whoever you really admire and is in a position that you think you want and ask them to observe or take a job or do an internship or something.
1: Yeah, work for free. Work for free. In your 5 p.m. to whatever hours. Yeah. But that's it comes down to people actually wanting to work. Yeah. Because working for free – is working for free, yeah. and it means you have to work for free. And meaning, like, if you don't even want to do that, it's already a sign of, like, yeah. will you do whatever it takes? Right. Because you could get an internship with some pretty large companies mm-hmm. if you went in without expectations of anything. Mm-hmm. Willing to work like, hard, though.
2: Yes. And you just did it. Because that's, like, right there. I don't think people get it. People pay, like, insane amounts of money to go to college, Yes. And they're learning from people that don't even do what they're teaching. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Sorry, people out there teaching. That's fine. Whatever. But <laughs> you're, the the best college you could even ever go to is go to someone who's successful in the field that you want to be in and just do anything. Literally, you know, well, obviously not everything, but like basically anything <laughs> for free to just shadow them and learn from what they're doing. You could also, yeah, I mean, you could go a step further. Like if you legit had the chance
1: tomorrow and be like you can pay fifty thousand dollars a year to you can personally pay fifty thousand dollars a year to be like gary Vee's assistant would that not seem worth it like yeah compared to a college yeah but yet people are like i can't work for free right. but you'll spend two hundred thousand dollars in college and you don't even know what you want to do yeah like so and, and and if legit someone came up to me was like this may sound crazy but like i'll pay you 15 grand to like shadow you for the year i'd be like okay, <laughs> like,
2: I'll, I'll teach you.
1: Everything. Here's your desk. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and yet if you actually want to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. is that not the best opportunity mm-hmm. you could have mm-hmm. is to literally be in the trenches and see everyday operations of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And then more importantly, when you're close to, let's just use the sun cause they always use that as a term. You're close to the owner mm-hmm. and you're a very hard worker. Who do you think going to get a job first? Mm. The person that worked for free. Or paid to work for free. Way before, I don't want to have to send out that I'm hiring. If I if there's some intern working yeah. unbelievably hard, I'm going to look for every opportunity to be like, you know what, I'm going to pay you mm-hmm. way quicker than a year intern. Mm-hmm. Yep. But people will pay for college. People will yes. pay for all
2: these things, yep. and they won't take a little bit of extra time to work for free on on a thing. Like it's yeah. just the amount of value that you get, and it's, yeah. it's all about oh the little goodness, conversations. Yeah. Like so when I when I was 19, I got to work with those two mm-hmm. guys in New York City. They mm-hmm. both were brothers in their 40s. Made hundreds of millions of dollars a month. And I literally took every waking minute of my life to try and be with them. Mm -hmm. I slept over, I did, I went to meetings with them. I got them coffee, I did whatever I could. And I heard so many little things that to this day have changed everything for me. Mm -hmm. And it's just because I was willing to spend the time to just be with them. And I got nothing out of it other than knowledge, Mm -hmm. but that has carried so much into my life, into what I'm doing now. And I think it's helped me a lot, but it's just about that taking that time and and the little, little things matter so much. I I think
1: think everyone, going back to your point of like between high school and college, I think everyone should take a year or two Mm -hmm. and get, literally the crappiest job they could because when you have a crappy job, yes. you'll really find out what you love. Yes. And if everyone, I'm, I'm going to use McDonald's as this definition, this, I'm not saying McDonald's is terrible to work for, but if every person just got a job at McDonald's, as soon as they hired high school, they're still going to, if they want to learn, they're still going to learn I things. They are. They're going to learn how to be a better manager because they might have one that's terrible. Mm-hmm. They're going to learn how to be a better employee, how to work yourself up. And here's a FYI, If you were a general manager of a McDonald's, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. And do you think it would be hard to actually jump up a corporate ladder in a place that most people don't care? No. Like, people go to school for restaurant management because they want to own a business. Like, Mm -hmm. if you own a McDonald's, I don't really franchise, but, like, we're a general manager of a big one, you're making good money. Yeah. But people aren't willing to do that. But, like, if you just got a crappy job, Mm -hmm. if you wanted to intern for someone that was 9 to 5, well, then get a really crappy job that's 5 p.m. to midnight. Mm just because you need some money to actually learn what you want to do in the other time. Mm -hmm. And it will pay off a million times more Mm -hmm. than
2: you waiting until the day that you can do it yourself and start a business. Like I've watched it happen. I've seen people, like I've seen literally kids come out of high school into Chick-fil-A, let's say, Mm -hmm. and I see them and they wait on me and they're they're cleaning the the tables and you know what I mean? And then all of a Mm -hmm. sudden they're like the manager of the place. Yep. They're overseeing people. And then I've literally seen the same guy. Now I'm a friend mm-hmm. of mine. He owns two Chick-fil-A yep. franchises. Mm-hmm. And he just started. And it's because 99% of people just
1: don't work hard. <laughs> and if yeah. you work hard, you get recognized for the work you do in any organization.
2: Yes. You stand out right away.
0: I, I think the main thing that I keep hearing, and I don't know if you guys can let me know if work. you think it's true. Well, just <laughs>
2: okay. yeah, a willingness yeah.
0: to work hard willingness. and start from the bottom. Yep. Like, so... It, I don't know just willing that just yep. keeps coming to my mind and like some of our words we've we've just been saying yeah. having a willingness having a willing.
2: i think a lot of people are super prideful yeah they have like this yeah. entitlement
0: oh just... and you know what it comes like it's the world that we're living in right now mm-hmm. and the fact that like everyone gets a trophy
2: yep which yeah. i Second have a place really trophies
0: oh like, my gosh even
1: when my it, kid loses it. in something they're just gonna Dude, you lost. You sucked today. Sorry. <laughs> There's another you game coming don't. up, so just don't not a bad way. It's just me. I can't stand that trophy. No, That I trophy it's, mentality. Yeah. Of like, people need to learn. There yes. is a first and a second, and yes. a second is not a bad thing. Correct. Period. No. Yeah. Like, yeah, this eighth place trophy nonsense. No. Like every kid went. No, they don't. I know. They That's don't. not how life works. I know. If form. my business does terrible, You're what do you think it. I get? Like a. Yeah. I mean, some businesses get, like, that government, whatever they call it, but it's not normally (laughs) how it works. Like, when you lose, you Mm -hmm. lose. Mm -hmm. Period.
2: I like losing. It's okay to lose. You learn a lot. Yeah, it's actually fun in ways. (laughs) It can be painful, but I think it's very fun because you come out more knowledgeable on the other side. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So a lot of great different perspectives, and I don't know, I really enjoyed this conversation.
1: I think it'll resonate with a lot of people because I I honestly do think that most people have a dream yeah. to do their own thing. Yeah. That's just a cool thing. Yeah. Entrepreneurship is on an unbelievable pedestal right now. Yeah, it really and, is. But it's also, I think, made people not realize it's not as great as they think, like you said, because yeah. it's so cool to be an entrepreneur now that everyone thinks they have to be.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what I hope you people pull out the most of this entire conversation mm-hmm. is like just Self-awareness, like evaluate.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: your job is not that bad if you're actually doing what you like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a very hot conversation, like mm-hmm. I always like to say, humble, open, transparent, because <laughs> I think you need to be real, true. And um I know I think for me, if I was listening to this right before I made that step, I, I would glean a lot from you know a lot of what you guys what you guys said so we want to hear from you so whether you have recently made that step or you're thinking about it we would love to hear your thoughts your comments if you have questions we would love to answer those questions for mm-hmm. you so thank you for listening or watching wherever whatever platform you're listening or watching from we we yep. appreciate you guys
1: yep. thanks for joining us in our new studio we'll do some more uh maybe do a tour a podcast That'd tour be cool one oh time God, for the people that are actually good. listening. I mean, watching the listening version would be a very boring tour. Hey, okay, so this is now, <laughs> this is now the entryway. They're like, a wall I, can, right here. I can't hear that <laughs> <laughs> we have lots. Of, and we have lots of ideas of possible, even live mm-hmm. once in a while podcasts. So if you are watching this on YouTube or even listening and you want to comment on Twitter, or Instagram, whatever, if that's something that you kind of would be interested in about possibly like attending a live one, so we can do like live Q&As and different things. I think it would be really cool to do in this space. That's why we have it, mm-hmm. and we'd love to know because obviously we can't host one if no one's interested. So we would love to know if that's something that might be intriguing to you. You're local, a couple hours, and you want to make a drive-in. We may make that available, and it would be free of charge. So let us know. Comment, DM us, Instagram, Twitter, sure. Share. Yes. Yeah. We, we definitely obviously don't ask for anything on this podcast, but if you find this conversation or any valuable, one way you can definitely just show your gratefulness is to share, share it with someone who it may be valuable for, yeah, because this is all about just, just helping in any way we can. So yeah, well, that's it. Thanks for being here.
0: See you next time. All
1: right. See ya. Bye-bye.